This is Dubai Eye 103.8. This time we're getting top five tips from our second guest on the show, Armani Erika, who's the founder and director of Caesar Marketing. First of all, thank you for coming in. Thank you for having me today. So tell us a little bit about your company. Um, you do market research and you use um, things like mystery shoppers to help um, gather data and also help your clients, I suppose, improve their, their offerings. That's right. Okay, so um, we've been in the market for eight years. Um, what we do or what we started with was uh, mystery shopping services. Uh, it's a, like a very effective tool that helps clients or our clients to understand the needs of their customers from a customer point of view. So what we send is like people like me and you from different backgrounds. They test the services, they buy products or um, they go for like to, to eat in a restaurant and then they report in details their customer experience. What we do afterwards is we gather this information, we analyze it into areas of development, areas of strength, and we see uh, how could our customers improve their services to gain more customer loyalty or to impress their customers and have an excellent customer experience. So let me ask you a question. Typically, if I have, let's say I wanted to conduct a mystery, uh, a third-party mystery shopping for VirtuZone, for example, how many people would you send in or how many cases would you have to do in order to give me you know because this is not a one-off issue for example this is something that's been recurrent and so on of course this has to be an ongoing uh, project to uh, analyze the service performance so um, it depends on the uh, size of the business we cannot tell um, there's a standard like we sent 10 mystery shoppers or one mystery shopper it has to be ideally covering peak and off-peak periods because you know, most of our clients are business to consumer businesses, right? So what we do is like we send people to do um, visits or tests during peak periods, which are weekends most, most of the time. And then we send off peak timings as well. This is to have a fair evaluation of how is the service uh, performance. Okay, I see. Okay, Amani, I have a personal question because I would love to be a mystery shopper. How do you become a, you a How do you become a mystery shopper? How? I mean, I would love, I would love to test out. You just things, love George. shopping, period. That's just what say, I mean. Yeah, so exactly. at least if I'm a mystery shopper, I get to indulge my habit, and yeah. I'm not spending too much money. So this seems an ideal. And also, I'm a big fan of good customer service. Yeah. So okay. I feel like this was my calling. <laughs> okay, lots of people say this, but it's not as easy as we think. Okay, okay, to become a mystery shopper, the first thing we do is like ask our mystery shoppers to go for an observation skills test, where we test their observation skills in terms of how much they observe little I'm very details. Observant. Okay, that's one. Number two is the English skills. They have to go through an English skills test also, which you have already. And then after that, we send them on three trial visits where we give them like specific training or in the guidelines or like the standards we need them to check on. We give them a questionnaire of like about 60 to 70 questions. Sometimes wow. it reaches 100. So, <laughs> okay, ideally they have to test three different sectors. One should be retail, one food and beverage, and one general services like a government sector or service center. So after that, the mystery shopper has to uh, report his uh, findings on a report with questions, yes or no, and then he has to put a comment for each and every single answer he ticked. So the report takes about 45 minutes to an hour to be completed. After that, we check the report and we evaluate the mystery shopper based on how objective and detailed he was. And then after three visits, we decide whether he continues working with us or not based on so how... it's not all fun, yeah. Natalie. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> you're out. Okay, fine. <laughs> um, one of the things that you often say, Amani, is that customer retention is cheaper 
than acquiring new customers? Well, customer retention is cheaper than acquiring a new customer because, you know, for a business, it costs five times more to acquire a new customer than what they pay to uh, maintain a new customer. At the same time, 65% of the business revenue does come from your loyal customers. And the top 10 of your loyal customers would spend three times more than a regular or an average customer. And is this in multi-sectors or is this particularly maybe in retail or or, or something specific? Multi-sectors, regardless what what type of service you offer, whether you sell B2B services or B2C, it will be the same. Um, Well, yes, um, retaining a loyal customer is much cheaper than acquisition. Okay, let's get into your... Your top five guide to getting ahead in business on Starting Up. So these are your top five tips. Um, on how we can maintain customer and brand loyalty. So, Armani, start off with number one. This is about offering great customer service. That's right. Okay, so customer experience is really important. Um, You know, a recent uh, study showed that 88% of customers who are happy with the customer service will stay loyal to your business, while 67 will leave if they're unhappy with your services. So you're like as a, a startup or a new business, you really need to f- need to focus on customer service, which means making your customer happy. Uh, making your customer happy could be by smiling at their face, by um, offering them extra stuff. Uh, we always say it's not about the way you what you say, it's about the way you say it at the end of the day. And people will will not necessarily remember what you say to them, but they'll always remember the way you that you made them feel. So it's really important to make your customers feel happy and pay attention to details when it comes to customer service. And, and George, can I just bring you in here a second? Um, you know, that first point about offering great customer service, you've mentioned you, you, you've taken on someone at VirtuZone to help with the customer experience. And you're thinking about that client becoming a client from the, from the moment they have a concept and idea of getting a business. Is customer service now king in, in, in almost every industry? I believe so. I believe, you know, we have an oversupply of everything these days. So, you know, you want you want a specific service. You you, you have 10, 10 choices of companies. And today with the with the internet and the new technology, you're, you're a click away of, 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 of knowing where you can buy a specific service or product. So, and products are becoming more and more similar. Services are becoming more and more standardized. So I think where you stick out now is is really put yourself in the client, in, in the customer or in the client's shoes and, and live that experience yourself. You want that experience experience to be as seamless, you know, what they call customer journey. You want you what you want that 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 experience to be, you know, flawless from A to Z and then uh, anywhere along that journey where, where where you might lose your client or where he might be tempted to go somewhere else or he might be tempted to take a t- left or right turn that these are these are the uh, the points that you want to address and make sure that his journey is quite smooth all the way from beginning to end. Okay. So, Amani, this next one's controversial. This is about um, offering a rewarding loyalty program. Yes, exactly. You know, so a loyalty program would be like more of an emotional connection or emotional agreement between you and the customers that he would come back and take rewards for what you have offered or what he bought. It would be more like people usually love to pay for more than a service or a product. So by offering a loyalty program, you guarantee that like at least 70% of your customers will come back to you to buy from your business. And when you talk about a, a, a loyalty program, are we talking about something where perhaps you collect points or maybe you can get discounts? Is that the kind of loyalty programs you're talking about or are they different types of things too? There are different types of things you could do for your customers uh, as a loyalty program. But the most important thing 
thing is to educate them on how to use this loyalty program. Um, it happens that lots of times you get offered this loyalty program when you go to buy a shoes or a certain product, but you're never told how to use it and you end up using it for like a month or two or two years and you never get any rewards out of this. So it's really important to have a loyalty program linked to a rewarding program. And it's really important to link it with a technology, such as an application or a website where the customers can refer to. And the staff should be also educated about the benefits the customer could get from this loyalty program. George, I'm going to take a wild guess here and say there are there's probably one or two things that you're signed up fully, you know, loyalty program membered up to. I'm guessing one of them is airlines. Um, aside from that, I can't imagine you're the kind of person that signs up to be to be a member. I'm not really. I'm pretty. I'm pretty bad at loyalty programs, and most of the times when you know, you know, when I do a loyalty program, when they tell me if you sign up now, you'll get X percent off on this purchase. So, okay. You know, many times you go and they say, well, if you, if you you know if you become if you get, if you enter the so, program, you'll get a ten percent off your bill right now. Or subscribe to the email, and your first order is ten percent off. Or you know, I don't do that. I, okay. don't, I don't do these because I I just I just forget about them, and then you know I I uh, I, I don't I don't follow up. But uh, you know. Airlines, obviously, there's a great advantage, especially with, with something like Skywards, where, you know, we're always upgrading on points and so on and so and on. And other airlines are available. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and other airlines are available, of course. Um, my wife is, is a fan of the of the loyalty cards when it comes to shopping, obviously. So there's a lot of groups in this part of the world that own multi-stores and yeah. multiple stores, uh, multiple brands and stuff like that. Although I'm not sure what, what kind of rewards you get from those, but I'm she sure there are some She probably doesn't tell you. They're probably fabulous. Yeah. <laughs> Good for Judy. <laughs> okay, let's move on to number three, Amani. This is about listening to your customers. This is something that George has touched on and it's something that applies in so many different industries. It's not a case of, you know, we're talking quite specifically there about travel and retail, but even for guys at VirtuZone, even for us on the radio, you know, listening to your customers is super important. Yeah, that's right. I agree. So, um, you know, most of your customers will feel valued if you listen to them. They need to express their feelings about how they felt uh, like about your products or services. Um, The uh, successful business should collect or gather the customer feedback, whether you're going to do um, an online survey, uh, exit pull, or simply like let them um, voice their uh, thoughts on a website and then address these issues. So there are lots of um, systems that help businesses to gather their customer feedback. And these systems will usually analyze also the trend. So uh, the business should ideally look at the trends and uh, see ways to improve their customer service or the, to maintain their brand lo- loyalty. Okay, number four is something I'm a fan of. Surprise your customers. Right. Who doesn't like surprises? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So um, surprising the customer, whether it's um, via a rewarding program or by by like, for example, uh, let's say you've ordered something from a restaurant and they sent you like a small gift as a surprise. I'm sure regardless how much this surprise is, you'll still be happy and you'll still remember this surprise, this surprise and feel valued. So people love surprises and they'll always remember this surprise and they will link it to your brand. So this creates a good uh, customer loyalty or uh, customer uh, feeling about your brand. Okay, and final tip of your top five is something that you've mentioned in and amongst some of these other topics because it all ties in. Stay up to date with technology and make sure it works. Right. So um, let's imagine that you have tried to order something on the website 
okay? And then this website was faulty or there was something that not letting you go to the payment uh, gateway or anything like that. You'll move on to the competitor immediately and you'll maybe 60% of the time you'll never think of going back to the original website that you were ordering from. So uh, now with the evolution in the technology, people need to be uh, and stay updated with the technology nowadays by creating their websites, application, have a proper social media and test it to make sure it's functional because most of the people now go online to to buy products. That's amazing. Now, final tip from you. I know we've done five, but we're going to have a bonus one because, you know, people like surprises. Um, is there anything that you, you can think of that kind of is a one size fits all? If you can maybe try and do something, one thing that you could advise people listening to this um, to, to try and do in terms of making your customer happy. What is what is something that always sticks out to you? You go into a business, you see a few issues. What do you always say? This could really help you. Okay, so what I always say to any business I deal with or any, any person who's starting a new business, always, always, always a repeated focus on the customer experience. This is the most important thing you could do to make your customers uh, feel happy and valued. Customer retention is important because nowadays when you try to break in, into a new market, you tend to forget about your old customers, assuming you already have their business, they're already interested. Uh, but no, you have to understand that if you don't have um, a loyal customer, you will not grow. Your uh, business will not succeed because this is the healthy diet and exercise for any business. Okay, thank you so much for your time. Amani Erika is the founder and director of CSAP Marketing. Thank you so thank much you for, for having me on. today. Thank you. This is Dubai I 103.8.